You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 322. We're continuing in the book of Ezekiel. In chapter 34, God tells Ezekiel to prophesy against the leaders who are misleading the people in Israel, and he refers to them as wicked shepherds. And after stating his case as to why they're bad shepherds, God steps in and vows to replace them as the new good shepherd. In chapter 35, God addresses the people in the city of Edom. You see, they have been rooting against Israel and have been applauding the bloodshed that happened to them. And although God did say he'd promise Israel, he's not happy about Edom's pride at their destruction. So he's going to turn the tables on them. He'll describe how Edom will be destroyed. Moving on to the New Testament, we're continuing in the book of James. And in chapter 2, James, the half-brother of Jesus, warns the Christians about the rich people and explains why. And he goes on to say that just having faith in Jesus is not enough. That action must follow your faith. And he'll use Abraham as an example. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Ezekiel chapter 34. Israel is like a flock of sheep. The Lord spoke to me. Son of man, speak against the shepherds of Israel for me. Give them this message from the Lord God. You shepherds of Israel have only been feeding yourselves. It will be very bad for you. Why don't you shepherds feed the flock? You eat the fat sheep and use their wool to make clothes for yourselves. You kill the fat sheep, but you don't feed the flock. You have not helped the weak. You have not cared for the sick sheep. You have not put bandages on the sheep that were hurt. Some of the sheep wandered away and were lost, and you did not go and bring them back. You did not go to look for them, and you have also ruled the strong sheep with violence. And now the sheep are scattered because there was no shepherd, and they became food for every wild animal. My flock wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My flock was scattered over all the face of the earth. There was no one to search or to look for them. So you shepherds, listen to this message from the Lord. As surely as I live, says the Lord God, I will punish my shepherds for leaving my sheep to be attacked by wild animals. My flock has become food for all those animals because they did not have any real shepherds. My shepherds did not look out for my flock. They did not feed my flock. No, they only killed the sheep and fed themselves. So you shepherds, listen to this message from the Lord. This is what the Lord God says. I am against the shepherds. I will take my sheep away from them. They will not be my shepherds anymore. They will never again be able to use my sheep to help themselves. I will save my flock from being eaten by their own shepherds. 
This is what the Lord God says. I myself will be their shepherd. I will search for my sheep and take care of them. If a shepherd is with his sheep when they begin to wander away, he will go searching for them. In the same way, I will search for my sheep. I will save them and bring them back from all the places where they were scattered on that dark and cloudy day. I will bring them back from those nations. I will gather them from those countries and bring them back to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the streams and in all the places where people live. I will lead them to grassy fields. They will go to the place high in the mountains of Israel and lie down on good ground and eat the grass. They will eat in rich grassland on the mountains of Israel. Yes, I will feed my flock and I will lead them to a place of rest. This is what the Lord God says. I will search for the lost sheep. I will bring back the sheep that were scattered and put bandages on the sheep that were hurt. I will make the weak sheep strong, but I will watch over the fat and strong sheep. As their shepherd, I will treat them with justice and feed them the punishment they deserve. This is what the Lord God says. And you, my flock, I will judge between one sheep and another. I will judge between rams and male goats. You can eat the grass growing on the good land, so why do you also crush the grass that other sheep want to eat? You can drink plenty of clear water, so why do you also make the water muddy that other sheep want to drink? My flock must eat the grass you have trampled, and they must drink the water you made muddy with your feet. So the Lord God says to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the thin sheep. You push with your side and shoulder, and you knock down all the weak sheep with your horns. You push until you have forced them away. So I will save my flock. They will not be caught by wild animals anymore. I will judge between one sheep and another, and I will put one shepherd over them, my servant David. He will feed them and be their shepherd. Then I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be the ruler living among them. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will make a peace agreement with my sheep. I will take harmful animals away from the land, and the sheep can be safe in the desert and sleep in the woods. I will bless the sheep in the places around my hill. I will cause the rains to fall at the right time. I will shower them with blessings, and the trees growing in the field will produce their fruit. The earth will give its harvest, so the sheep will be safe on their land. I will break the yokes on them and save them from the power of the people who made them slaves. Then they will know that I am the Lord. They will no longer be attacked by the nations. Wild animals will not eat them anymore. No, they will live safely. No one will make them afraid. I will give them some land that will make a good garden. Then they will not suffer from hunger in that land or suffer the insults from the nations anymore. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. The people of Israel will know that I am with them and that they are my people. This is what the Lord God says. 
You are my sheep, the sheep of my pasture. You are only human beings, and I am your God. This is what the Lord God says. Ezekiel 35, the message against Edom. The Lord spoke to me. Son of man, look towards Mount Seir and speak against its people for me. Give them this message from the Lord God. I am against you, Mount Seir. I will punish you and make you an empty wasteland. I will destroy your cities and you will become empty. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Why? Because you have always been against my people. You used your sword against Israel at the time of their trouble, at the time of their final punishment. So the Lord God says, As surely as I live, I will let death have you. Death will chase you. You did not hate killing people, so death will chase you. I will make Mount Seir an empty ruin. I will kill everyone who enters or leaves that place. I will cover its mountains with those who are killed. There will be dead bodies all over your hills, in your valleys, and in all your ravines. I will make you empty forever. No one will live in your cities, and you will know that I am the Lord. You said, These two nations and countries, Israel and Judah, will be ours. We will take them for our own. But the Lord is there, and the Lord God says, you were jealous of my people. You were angry and hateful to them. So as surely as I live, I will punish you the same way you hurt them. I will punish you and let my people know that I am with them. And then you too will know that I am the Lord. I have heard you making fun of Israel's hill country. You said, It is in ruins, just waiting for us to swallow it up. Your proud boasting is really against me. Time after time you have insulted me, and I've heard every word. This is what the Lord God says. All the earth will be happy when I destroy you. You were happy when the land of Israel was destroyed. I will treat you the same way. Mount Seir and the whole country of Edom will be destroyed. Then you will know that I am the Lord. James chapter 2. Love all people. My dear brothers and sisters, you are believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. So don't consider some people more important than others. Suppose someone comes into your meeting wearing very nice clothes and a gold ring. At the same time, a poor person comes in wearing old dirty clothes. You show special attention to the person wearing nice clothes, you say, and sit here in this good seat. But you say to the poor person, uh, stand there, or sit on the floor by our feet. Doesn't this show that you think some people are more important than others? You set yourselves up as judges, judges who make bad decisions. Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, God chose the poor people in the world to be rich in faith. He chose them to receive the kingdom God promised to those who love him. But you show no respect to those who are poor. Why do you give more honor to those who are rich? 
They are the ones who always try to control your lives. They are the ones who take you to court. And they are the ones who insult the good name of your Lord. One law rules over all other laws. This royal law is found in the scriptures. Love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. If you obey this law, you are doing right. But if you are treating one person as more important than another, you are sinning. You are guilty of breaking God's law. That's why a person who follows all of God's law, except for one command, will be guilty of breaking all the commands in the law. God said, Don't commit adultery. The same God also said, Don't kill. So if you don't commit adultery, but you kill someone, you are guilty of breaking all of God's law. You will be judged by the law that makes people free. You should remember this in everything you say and do. Yes, you must show mercy to others. If you do not show mercy, then God will not show mercy to you when he judges you. But the one who shows mercy can stand without fear before the judge. Faith and good works. And my brothers and sisters, if a person claims to have faith, but does nothing, that faith is worth nothing. Faith like that cannot save anyone. Suppose a brother or sister comes to you in need of clothes or something to eat and you say to them, God be with you. I hope you stay warm and get plenty to eat. But you don't give them the things they need. If you don't help them, your words are worthless. It is the same with faith. If it is just faith and nothing more, if it doesn't do anything, it is dead. But someone might argue, some people have faith and others have good works. My answer would be that you can't show me your faith if you don't do anything, but I will show you my faith by the good I do. You believe there is one God, that's good. But even the demons believe that and they shake with fear. You fool, faith that does nothing is worth nothing. Do you want me to prove this to you? Our father Abraham was made right with God by what he did. He offered his son Isaac to God on the altar. So you see that Abraham's faith and what he did worked together. His faith was made perfect by what he did. This shows the full meaning of the scriptures that say, Abraham believed God, and because of his faith, he was accepted as one who was right with God. Abraham was called God's friend. So you see that people are made right with God by what they do. They cannot be made right by faith alone. Another example is Rahab. She was a prostitute. She was made right with God by something she did. She helped those who were spying for God's people. She welcomed them into her home and helped them escape by a different road. A person's body that does not have a spirit is dead. It is the same with faith. Faith that does nothing is dead. Psalm 128, a song for going up to the temple. The great blessings belong to those who honor the Lord. 
and live the way he wants. You will get what you work for. You will enjoy the Lord's blessings and all will go well for you. At home, your wife will have many children like a vine full of grapes. The children around your table will be like an orchard full of olive trees. Yes, the Lord will really bless the man who honors him. May the Lord bless you from Mount Zion. May you enjoy the blessings of Jerusalem all your life. And may you live to see your grandchildren. Let Israel always enjoy peace. Thank you, everyone. That was day 322. Join us for day 323. Continuing in the book of Ezekiel, God, as you know, has a reputation to uphold. So what will he do to cleanse and press the reset button on his people? And what will God do to show the other nations that his comeback is amazing? And in chapter 37, bring in the special effects, people, because Ezekiel has a vision involving animated skeletons and zombies. In the New Testament, in the book of James chapter 3, what happens if you're a Christian, but you're not really cut out to be a teacher like James is? And what happens when Christians say many good things about God, but they talk bad about other people? We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.